write the way I talk. Yeah. I talk the way I write, and then the when no I'm proofreading, you're good. What is it that you're 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 comparing what a great actor is compared to somebody just who an can actor? lose themselves in the role? Thank like, you. You gotta uh, think yeah. about Forrest Gump. I'm not the biggest fan I of Forrest Gump. I watch that man. every time it's on. I not watch. The, that's probably the most. We are on, Sam. Damn, bro. So y'all didn't get my didn't get my joke right. Didn't get my little quiver, quiver, quiver quick, quick. All right. What was she? I don't even remember to be honest. You're so serious. I just remember so serious. that it was that it was no, funny. No, we heard it. We heard. Y'all heard. Guys heard it. <laughs> um. Well, welcome back to TFTI, guys. We actually have a special uh, guest with us today. Before I do say that lyrical, make sure you keep your mic right here because I was editing last week and I was like, you were like this. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I had to like keep pumping up was, your volume. I was hiding to you. you pump yeah. Volume. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a secret guest that will reveal reveal himself momentarily at the end of the show. At the end of the show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know, keep your hat We're right gonna keep you guys you. seeing if you guys can keep guessing to let who you it know is. who's gonna be on next week. Exactly. Uh, we actually were on his podcast uh, last year sometime. When was it? Maybe September. Man, was it that long ago? It's been a while, but the, you came on after it. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe that's both. What I'm both of. were great visits, man. Thanks, thanks to both of y'all. Yeah, we oh. went on as TFTI the first time, and then Lyrical went on there for uh, like a rap episode, music episode on there, and it was um, it was a really good episode. Uh, our boy Sam from the Fell Podcast is here, everybody. Woo! We don't have the clapping sounds over here. We you told the audience to sound. keep the audio. Yeah. Keep it down. Keep it down. We're, yeah, yeah. We got. And relax. what's the other one? It's a. It's it's TFP. a the TFP. And TNT, TNT collab, and that's a hip hop culture news type thing that I do with my guys from Dallas with the TNT podcast. They were on a hiatus, and I kind of was just trying to put some fuel on in rejuvenated them. them. Yeah, I said let's just go to y'all get back on. I got your back, and this is for my wife. They're drinking the devil juice, and I was like, Nah, mm-hmm. it's okay. I'm okay. It's the devil's peeping. Same thing. And so I had to do this on camera. That's why it's red for people watching, and they're like, What's he drinking on? What flavor is that? Uh, dragon fruit. I Look, think. it turned red, guys. That means he is drinking. <gasps> oh, no, oh my no. gosh! <laughs> no, it's the uh, uh, some of the red stuff came down. Drag? Like no, the... it's dragon fruit. Oh, then it is the yeah, red. Yeah, man. Drinking, guys. So, cheers, guys. Thank y'all for having me on. You no, know, thanks, thanks for coming uh, through. Man. No, thank y'all. And yeah. um, the also over there, there, also one of the also's. Sam, could you let us let the audience know a little bit? Give us a little bit about you. What is, what is the Phil Podcast? Who are you? Now, let them know who no they beans, are. So that's a master question. Yeah. You're getting asked the right questions right here on the podcast. All right. So the Feld Podcast is it's the Feld Podcast. And my my goal is that I focus on failure and challenges. I help people share their story and how they've overcome and ended up where they are. But I like focusing on the adversity that they've been through. Mm-hmm. And I, naturally, I love spotlighting people and sharing their story. So I really like even narrating mm-hmm. in that fashion. And so that's where the Feld Podcast. That's where the Fell Podcast is right now. But it, it came from CLP, mm-hmm. which is Cultivate Leadership Project. So that was about developing leaders, young people, helping them like find their voice and their purpose. But during COVID, I know it's been a while already, but I went through a lot of challenges and failures. And so I had to rebrand because I was like, I ain't doing this. I'm kind mm-hmm. of mad at the world. And I've had a lot of failures and I got to own it. And that's whenever I rebranded and then I launched That's Me Right There, the Failed Podcast. Nice, man. Yeah, we. it's definitely a great it's – a, it's a great podcast oh, for okay. – one of the reasons is you actually get people to – talk and open up a little bit more yeah. than than they would do on their own podcast. You're like, a really good interviewer. Like whenever you. I listen to <laughs> yeah, for real. your interviews, like most people – 
Like whenever they ask a question, they're just like, okay, once he finishes, then I'll ask this question. Okay, once he finishes that, then I'll yeah. ask the next question. You don't think you're calling me out like that. But, <laughs> but uh, like whenever somebody's answering your question, like you'll even like, hang on, let's let's explore that a little bit more, what you just said. So yeah. like you're actually paying attention <laughs> to actually what listening. they're saying. And yeah. I'm notorious for interrupting. I When you came in, I said, guys, I'm going to interrupt. I don't mean to be rude. But I learned that when people share their stories, they're on autopilot. Mm -hmm. So they'll zoom through everything to get to their highlights or whatever they're used to. But I like to stop them along the way um. and refocus them or maybe zoom in on something that they've overlooked. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I interrupt. And yeah, so uh, that's one of my things is I, I pride myself on being a good listener, but also on being a good storyteller. Yeah, it feels like when you're on your show, you, you dig so deep that... Uh, mm -hmm. Like by the end of the show, I was like, "We're just getting started, finally." Yeah. And then it was like, "Oh shit!" Like it's it's already the end, and it felt very like like lyrical was saying, like you're breaking up what you're asking us, and really kind of yeah, you know, putting us on you know like uncomfortable situations as well, but like really opening us up. Y'all did really good Thank when y'all came in as a group, and when lyrical came in alone. <laughs> Uh, the time flies whenever there's depth, you know, mm -hmm. and people think it's difficult to share in depth, but really, man, once it's, it's your comfort, it's your nature, it's your background. So once you're in it, you're kind of relaxed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so towards like the second half of the episode, people are more like, I get it. I get the rhythm. Mm -hmm. Do your thing, Sam. I I'm in it. And mm -hmm. so, but it takes, a, it takes a minute to adjust. No. Yeah. You're a great interviewer for that. For one of those reasons, for sure, man. And to not cuss. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is so. That's like really difficult for me. Yeah, I like, haven't. I haven't I tried cussed, on yours. I haven't cussed in like. I mean, I'm I'm 40. You know, I'm I'm an older guy. It's probably been 20 years since I. I mean, I cuss in my head all the time. Like, I still get mad and deal with yeah. stress and frustrations. But because I've been like communicating and teaching people for a long time, I've always made it a point to be able to express myself in the way that I've asked people to express themselves, mm -hmm. especially like young teenagers and stuff like that. I've led a lot of young people as well. And so that's why I do that. Cause there's, there's an audience <laughs> that listens to me yeah. that you know, there's kids, there's young people. And, and I want to be an example, but yeah. I, I have fun. And for whoever's watching, like I have bad days and, you know, and, and like I said, in my head, you know, I'll drop an F bomb here and there, but it doesn't come out. In my mouth, but that's just a standard that, that you I remember what it was the last time that you did. Well, there was one okay, once it was so funny, man. My friend told I was working <laughs> with my friend Toby and a client was getting on my nerves, okay? And I was so mad. I walked away, I looked at Toby and I was like, Hmm, I'm done with this. And he looked at me because he me, me and him been working for like 15 years or so. He's like, I said, I'm going to buy you lunch, bro. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you win, bro. You win. But I was so mad, you know? But, yeah. So, I don't I don't restrict my guests. Yeah. My guests are free to do whatever. I'll, pro I was, um, you know, cut it out or uh, put a silence it so that other people can hear it. But, but yeah. I'm easy. I'm easy. I'm also, I'm not, like, uptight, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I, no. I, I feel like it's also a cheap way to express yourself through, with cussing, whether it's music or whether it's just, like, in general, like, when you're mad and you just... Uh, Say F or whatever, you know, fuck or whatever. Why did fucking yeah, it's kind of like this ain't, a, the, <laughs> this ain't the devil juice, babe. This it's is uh, the Red Bull, the monster juice. Some, empty it out and pour some other right. stuff. <laughs> That's what not my business. Um, I don't know, like me, I think it's just kind of like a while I'm still thinking my sentence yeah. through, like I feel like I use it like as a filler, mm -hmm. and whenever I try to censor myself. 
I say like a bunch. Got it. Like or you know, you like, know? like 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 I was doing that or a lot know. on yours. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that's your um, safe word. Like cuss words are people's safe words, like and yeah, awesome and fillers. amazing. Mm-hmm. It's this, it serves the same purpose. Yes. And so I've also paid a lot of attention to not having ums and likes and awesomes, but it's been through a lot of years of like writing mm-hmm. and communicating. It doesn't it's natural now, but I've been developing my communication style for, for a long time. Yeah, I'm still Got yeah. a lot of work to do. No, yeah, same here. I definitely be pulling out the cuss words just random left to right without even realizing when I'm when I'm saying it. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. so I got to give you credit. It's, it's on just that. your language, just the way you communicate. It's all good. That's a big challenge, though. Like to be honest, like for you to actually try to communicate with somebody without cussing, and like even like thinking about it, like in writing, like how would I write anything, a scene without cussing, but still like giving the the effect of the emotions like the anger or like you know whatever it is but without yeah. using cussing like i don't even i can't really even think that that's possible <laughs> i, I think of, i think of like the movie the gladiator right with russell crowe i don't remember that many cuss words in there maybe oh, damn, there wasn't any point. maybe there wasn't any but there was anger there was aggression there was uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, like they, sure. they did it man and not, not saying that you can't but i'm just saying like i've seen it and it can be done um, but you know, yeah, you know what? You are right. You are right. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna challenge myself to do that. Were shit. there any cuss words back then, though? Back in, in the day, well, when they make old movies, movies, yeah, like I don't think they cursed because there was no cuss oh, word. But there was, bastard. there was. But in old movies, whenever they, I think they make a mistake is they use cuss words that were made in the late 20th century yeah. that didn't exist. Yeah. But they don't. I don't know. They don't. They there's go, different words. Yeah, jive turkey. Well, who made up cuss words? Like, who made up the cuss word? And why is it called cuss? Like, is it just people. like a, a lot of is uh, it curse word or cuss words? Like, um, fuck was fornication under consent of the king, so it was naturally tied to sex. Yeah, shit. I think I, was here a, in uh, here in America. I, I mean, it it's been going on for a while. But you think like hip hop is about fifty years old? Okay, that's wild. It celebrates it celebrated fifty years. Of being in in culture, wow! And so it, years? it doesn't, it, yeah. So back then, imagine they didn't cuss much. So as far as popularizing, that's cussing yeah. hip hop. Love, cuss. love to hip hop. I love, I love the music. But yeah. they had a lot to do mm-hmm. with making it like normal. Yeah, along yeah. with other words that are so inappropriate, but because hip hop you know is what? so. You're right on that. Boom. Middle English cursing from Old English cursing. To wish, wish evil, evil to took excommunicate from the source of curse. So, you know, you think of a curse word as me literally cursing you. God, it was more proper back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. It, it had more of a so meaning. So it's like to curse mm-hmm. someone, like, and the, the their family. Like, yeah, had mm-hmm. an impact. Now you can say things like... Dude, go fuck yourself. I don't notice it until... Yeah, and then we're laughing about it. But, yeah. like, my uh, supervisor, he's from Afghanistan, and he's, like, hardcore Muslim. And they have like beliefs where if you cuss or if you like call somebody like an MF or like that's like the biggest insult you could ever a Muslim. Say. And uh, really, yeah, so he was a translator for the uh, Marines, and uh, like he would, you know, Marines and Green Berets. Marines so he and was cuss words, all yeah, of them. hand in hand. Yeah, and he was like, you know how they talk, and he was like, I would always have to tell everybody like, hey, they don't mean it that way. Like that's mm. just the way that they talk. Well, Muslims, Damn. they American cuss words to them is lightweight, bro. That's featherweight. 
Mm-hmm. For them, their language is so old and, and and their religion is so old that whenever they curse you slash cuss you out, they are cussing you as a human, your parents, and their parents. Mm-hmm. That's how they curse There's you. Like but power behind also, it. this but, is a big insult to them. Yeah, dude. So it's very different over there. I think they I think they do it in a more proper way than here. Because sometimes whenever I want to cuss someone out. And if I had an option to say, hey, you know, I'm going to either drop an F-bomb or I'm going to tell you with a few more words. I always choose a few more words. But they do that naturally over there. Mm-hmm. And boy, if they curse you, it's bad. Like, to, yeah. to answer your question, this is a couple curse words oh, I probably yeah. would have said in the movie Gladiator. What is it? Let's go. It's kainum, which oh. means like filth. Kainum meaning like it's a reference to dog because kainum means canis. Mm-hmm. So it comes Makes from sense. that word and it kind of... Uh, like calling me, Just me calling yes, you a dog, cool. like uh-huh. a filthy dog, mm. and then ruk, uh, robotusen, roktuose, roktos, roktos, belcher means full of burps, belch, oh, yeah, man. exactly, bad, belch, dude. yeah, you're yeah. full Ouch. of burps, yeah, man, calm down, spurse, beep, spurse, which means like filthy, burps, another filthy yeah. word, yeah. yeah. Podium, yeah. disgrace. Yeah, four years of Latin really helped out here. It <laughs> <laughs> all paid off. <laughs> yeah, like, so words are words finally. are powerful, and and I, I respect all kinds of language, even foul language, like when it's necessary. I I just have a different approach of of communicating. That's all. But I still have the same angry as someone who's like at the edge, and they just drop a bunch of. You know, cuss words. I'm I'm there too, man. Mentally, you know. Now, okay, let me give you, let me give you a scenario. You know how Elon Musk is supposed to come up with the Neuralink, where you can you can communicate oh, yeah. through 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 the mind now, right? Yeah. Now, would scary, you drop f bombs that way? Yeah, yeah. Because I can't. He stop. said, "Yeah, yeah." I can't stop my mind. Like, like yeah. for like instance, dropping. Yeah, yeah. Airdrop. <laughs> hey, you got a you got an airdrop from well, nobody. Yeah. Nobody is safe. Nobody is safe yeah. if they put the Neuralink in you and then that's it like his line is gonna go like is gonna drop big everybody's time, just crying around hey, sam hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we know how he really feels about yeah. it oh my gosh Imagine. no it's a but that's that's the filter like can you control what you think and mm, we all do it we all do it because we all think like outrageous things mm. but we don't say it so i just apply yeah. it in a different way i wouldn't want anybody to know yeah i don't want nobody no, in my no. mind yeah, that'd be well scary. like that movie I don't even uh, like to hear my own thoughts. the movie with tom holland called um spider-man uh no the other one spider-man 2 uh no uh <laughs> what was the movie it was tom holland and uh daisy ridley it was called like walking chaos or chaos walking chaos walking oh you got it and uh what the movie is is a girl who lands on this planet mm-hmm. and it's just filled with nothing but oh. men there but she on the planet, men's thoughts are able to be read. So they're 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 out loud. Yeah. So anything they think is just comes out out loud. Like it just reads out loud. So they're able to hear everything they're saying. So at times, like they're bumping into each other, and then like the other guy's like, "Go fuck yourself." And the other one's like, "Get it in my face." And they're all like, trying. They're like not even talking. They're just like, oh, I'm trying to control their minds. Like yo 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 yo, and yeah, just mind talking. Yeah. The movie's not that good, but the concept was great. That would be like something that would put you in immediate panic. If somebody was around you for like an hour and then all of a sudden they were like, hey, I can actually read mine. Yeah. Oh, like then you'd be like, oh, man, dude, I'm sorry. But there's, okay, so let me be on a date. And then after uh, two or three hours, they're all like, you know, I can read your mind. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah, so, okay, so guy. there's a thing that I have stumbled across in, in my journey and like 
being a communicator. And that is that the the time, the time gap between the way that I think and talk, it's it gets smaller and smaller. The more that I practice, mm -hmm. there's there's no lag. Mm -hmm. And I think that that also adds to the the style and rhythm that I bring to the table. So you're able to process and talk at the same time. Yeah, I write the way I talk. Yeah. I talk the way I write. And then the, when no I'm proofreading, it, you're good. It, yeah. And I've written 1500 words in the way that I talk. Yeah. And so I'll read it verbatim in front of, in front of people. And it just comes out. That's good. Yeah, that's, I'm just, that's, I'm just connected. That's see, all. I still have to sometimes like pause and, and, and like think before I actually say something or act because I'm like, no, like, Okay, is that really what I'm gonna see? You know, like, and then sometimes I will, like, okay, like, just naturally, but I still have to proofread or like process. I'm like dial up. Sometimes. I overthink everything that I'm gonna say, and I think it comes from like writing music because it's like, oh, I gotta find the right way to yeah. say it. Yeah. And then yeah, you gotta go over like five or six different ways to say it before you put it out. There. Answer yeah. this for me: Whenever you overthink, do you find yourself saying, "I wish I would have said something"? Like, does it cause you to pause and in the moment passes? Yeah, you? it causes me to yeah. miss a lot of moments, yeah. but a lot. A lot of times it's for the better because it's usually like somebody who's like kind of irritating me Got it. and it's like all right if they say this then i'm gonna say this but if they say that and then like they end up they're already gone yeah do you and I'm like still it? arguing do you like that habit or do you want to change it um i don't know because my comfort, mind is just always in, in being able to stay quiet and avoid there's comfort in that for some people there's comfort in welcome not, to the right. failed podcast i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd like part two. to be able to control like because i don't like whenever somebody's able to piss me off because mm -hmm. then it's like they have control over me Got it. but yeah i i try to hold my tongue now whenever i was younger i didn't give a damn like i would just say however i felt mm -hmm. immediately but yeah now i think i'd try to edit myself and Pick and it battles. might be because we've seen so many people the way they act, so we kind of pick up on that as a younger age. Like, I guess we're supposed to out, kind of act that way as we get older or like not back up because you don't want to be a punk. You see that one person who punks out or whatever, but as you get older, you have kids or whatever. Yeah, you kind none of, of that crap's yeah, important Yeah, you're just like, anymore. I don't give like, a shit. Trying to look cool, trying to look tough is like, eh, Yeah, like I, me being that guy going like, man, that guy was like a pussy when I was younger. Now I'm like, I don't care if you looked at me that way. I'm not going to risk my life or my kid's life for any dumb fucking yeah. thing. I'm be like, yeah, cool, whatever move on so regardless of like how y'all communicate or see commu communication y'all have a podcast mm -hmm. so is there a level or a goal in when it comes to communicate that you're trying to reach and and i'm i dig your podcast i listen to every one yeah. of them so y'all do a great job i'm not saying that because i think y'all don't but what's what's your goal whenever it comes to communicating um i think my thing is i don't know like if it's the same for you but I don't really feel like ours is like a because yours you have like lessons that are being revealed throughout and it's like a family matters episode. Really pull, yeah. At the end of the day, we learn pull something from it. But yeah, ours it's just kind of like a escape for a little bit for like people. A workaholics episode because Doesn't I like sense. to uh, <laughs> I like to uh, just like whenever I'm listening to podcasts. I like to listen to things that just make me laugh and take my mind off of what I'm in the middle of. So yeah, if I'm at work thing. and like I'm irritated or something or something like I want something to make me laugh. Yeah. So that's what I try to provide for people. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I agree. No, I agree with lyrical. And I know I've said it on your podcast and I've never said it on here. Uh, but I when I try to come to the podcast is like I do at myself up as like a character on the podcast sometimes. So like the person that I am on the podcast sometimes like I'm just 
amping up who I am just to bring on a good show because I feel the same way as Lyrical where I'm trying to make sure that anybody who listens is is getting away from their day life jobs and everything that they hate or all this politics shit and even though we sometimes will jump into like some of these like conspiracy stuff political stuff like very lightly we'll make fun of it we'll joke around it or whatever but like it be, it, it's a part where you can kind of get away and forget that there's a world where all this bad shit is actually happening it's an hour hour and a half of like getting away and I want that's at least what I feel that we're, we we do is get people to enjoy and feel like they're sitting down with us, having a good conversation, talking like they're there with us and actually enjoying what we're doing, playing the games or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I feel like I, I mean, I feel like that's what we're doing. Hopefully we've done a good job. And I think you're accomplishing that. that. So to add to it, both of y'all have kids, right? I, yes. have, I have my daughter's 10. What are y'all doing to encourage good communication but effective communication with your kids? Just communication in general. Yeah, because you're the best example. Yeah, mm-hmm. like for communicate, like you will. Like my parents don't sound like me. Like I have reprogrammed my brain, but at some point I did, and I was like, yeah. "Why, mom? <laughs> Why, dad?" But I'm just saying. I think like, we all have gone through the yeah, separation. Yeah, I've, done, I've definitely break. gone through that. Yeah, Boy. yeah, it's tough, man. But yeah. you have to go through it. Um, I mean, I think just the communication, like I said, because at a young age, like the communication wasn't there. You're either going to get yelled at for communicating or they're not going to listen to you for communicating. Yeah. They're not going to listen. They're not going to, they're not going to believe you for communicating or they don't care. You don't feel like you're being listened to. You don't feel like there's, you know, like mm. I, yeah. I think like I, I love my mom to like, death, but one of the things I've learned from my mom is. One is how to be strong for sure and to be independent. But the other thing is also like different ways of how I would communicate with my kids or or mm. act towards my kids of things that I feel like I missed out because my mom was working so much and being mm. an independent woman. So we weren't able to do so much because she would come home and be like, don't fucking talk to me, nobody. I'm tired. I f- She's worked 11, 12 hours a day. You know, she comes up, she just wants to nap. And after her nap, she, you know, the last hour she's, Oh, very happy to see us. And, you know, she, we understood that growing up. But because of that, we also didn't have anybody to really talk to as much. That doesn't mean we did. I talked to my mom every now and then, but not as much as I would love to. Like, you, it was those like, I can remember how many times I talked to my mom. That's yeah. how many times, that's how low it was yeah. as far as like opening up with her. Was there any scars that y'all had from watching your parents communicate? And let me give you an example because I'm scarred. I remember my mom being talked to like she was nothing. I remember my mom crying when she was with the principals or where, cause I was in trouble a lot growing up and she could not communicate what she needed to, mm-hmm. to come to my defense. Mm-hmm. And I would just sit there, this poor little Mexican boy watching my mom weak, look weak and not have the right words to express mm-hmm. herself. And that's in my head. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself that I will never be in that position that I will be able to speak what I need to speak, whether it's someone bagging my groceries or if it's a lawyer or if it's a police officer or whatever. But that to me, that's that's what resonates in, in my memory. And it, and it hurts. You know what I mean? And so that's my that's why my goal is communicate, help people learn how to communicate. And that's why I believe in it so much. I feel like now what I'm I think what I'm getting from all this is. uh that you know how comedians they go like oh the, you know everybody who's funny has had like this traumatic because they were you yeah. know they had this like <laughs> whatever they were sexually abused or whatever like when the, you know the childhood i feel like with podcasters it's we weren't listened to when we were younger we mm. weren't heard we weren't you might paid have attention something. to because 
I mean, think about it. Like I, I, I like what you're saying. I like I, I kind of resonate with the lot. Not you know so much of like not my mom being those people like resonate with like you not being heard and you growing up and being like oh you know now i gotta tell my mom all these you know and i feel like all of us have probably gone through we don't really feel like we've been paid attention to or like hmm. we didn't have a voice and to I actually was the youngest things. in my family so it was like kind of like as long as my brother and sister were on board then it was like yeah he'll you're good. Yeah. yeah, he's fine. He's fine. The, yeah, and and it sucks, right? Like you, you get it now as a as a parent. You get why you're like you're tired, but like you still have to make that effort. Being like, but I I can't treat them the way I was treat uh, like the way they treated me. Like I have to yeah. be different because I know how it felt. Yeah, and here's, that's a, here's a call like. to action to the all the podcasters that we're friends with. Is that true? And you're and you're growings up. Right? Probably. Were you not listen to? I'm just curious. Put it in the comments or yeah. send them a DM on the down low, and just see because that you have some. That's something. I think I, I want to dig into it a little. Because Juan, you too, am I right? I mean, yeah, Juan's over there. He's about to cry. He doesn't even want to say anything. Oh, mom, 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 I want to, I want to, I want to soda. I want to soda. Here's the water. No, no, drink the water. Right, and then it finally feels like there's a platform where, like, even if it's 20 people, 100 people, we're finally being listened to. And whether they like debating, being like, "Oh, they're wrong," or blah blah blah, it's finally someone we're like, "Oh, cool!" Like we can actually talk and debate, and and maybe I mean that's not how I think, but maybe that's what it was that I'm like, "Oh, maybe that's what we're podcasting." It's like, do they listen to you right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> our parents, really our parents, yeah, yeah. My parents. Uh, my mom does. My mom listens to me more. My dad tells me I'm sorry a lot, like a lot. Like my dad says I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, I've he never heard my he dad. <laughs> I've never heard my dad say I'm sorry to me so many. Every time he sees me, he's like almost like, ah, oh, mijo, you know, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry, and I'm just like, I get. Stop. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> like, stop. My mom actually <laughs> listened when I was on years. Whenever I, whenever I was on there by myself, yeah, yeah. she was like, "Oh, I listened to the interview. Like that was really good." And I was like, "That you was the episode you went into, your mom." Yeah. yeah, that's good to hear, man. You, well, yeah, she... with my parents, it's crazy because I force myself—not for it's my pleasure—but I make sure I have deep conversations with them. I don't just ask about food and church mm-hmm. and the family. I kind of try to show them, like, hey, look, mm-hmm. let's talk about random stuff. Let's talk about art. Let's talk about whatever. And they're learning. And one time my dad goes, Sam, how do you have so much to talk about? And he told me that once in my life. And I got to share with him, like, why I do. It's, it's a nice way of telling you to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be. But, but my dad is not a talker. He yeah. He is not a talker. But he likes sitting down talking to me, and I have two other brothers, and they don't share in that in that aspect. That's what I have with my parents is that I can have real conversations with them. Do you feel that you, because maybe your brothers are still like locked into the way it was, and they're just kind of like, that's just the way it is. Do you feel like you were the one who were like, you know what? No, I'm going to change the way things are. I'm going to change the way, even whether they like it or not. Like I'm going to be the one who is different, who sticks out, who has the voice, who can yeah. can show them. You know, like. Who is the different one and really show them that there's a different way to do things? Yeah, yeah, that's me, man. I'm just trying. I'm trying to elevate like my family. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to elevate the way they, you know, are in public and are in like private settings and like to be more confident yeah. in what that confidence looks like. Like, and I walk with, in with my mom somewhere. I'm taking. I'm taking the lead, and we're you know respect us as people because I've seen so much. You know, and this is way out there, guys. But, you know, as as a Latino, like I've seen racism towards my mom and towards me when I'm in stores and restaurants. And if it's nice restaurants or nice stores, 
we get that feeling, mm -hmm. you know, of being looked down upon. And so I, I make sure my mom, my mom follows my lead when I walk in there. I still feel like that. Do y'all feel like that uh, when you exists. go into certain things? Yeah. Like you're like, uh, I don't belong in here. So, uh, sometimes I took my wife to Kendra Scott, the store the other day for, for a necklace that she wanted for her birthday. And I've never been to there. So I took it. But like, that was the first time, not in a while at least, that like, because there's mirrors everywhere. Try going like, there by yourself in work clothes. Oh shit, bro! Yeah, yeah. You're, dude, what the fuck is this motherfucker yeah, doing here, bro? Right. But what they're always. Well, I'll give them that. I'll give Kendra Scott that. Like they're always super nice to me. Yeah, him, they no were nice. What. Well, that store is unique. Were... Like they better respect a guy. Yeah, because we're the ones that go yeah, in there to the... buy gifts. Yeah, but that's go to, like, a good Neiman's point. We're the customers, or go to the Neiman's or Louis Vuitton or the Gucci's is different. Bro. Yeah. Like, what was the most fucked up or messed up thing? That someone has said to you whenever you've gone to a store and they just were rude or that you were just kind of like, wow, like I've had a magazine yanked out of my hand. And then like the guy said that he was going to sick his dogs on us for what? What did you like? What I was trying to look for. I think we were looking at like a lowrider magazine or something. Mm -hmm. So we like went there and we were just like looking through the magazines and then the guy was just pissed and just like went over there and just like yanked the magazine what out the of fuck? my hand. So, yeah, I just remember, like, going off and cussing him out. And then he said he was going to, like, sick his dogs on us. Yeah. So. Damn, mine wasn't as bad as that. I went to uh -huh. Dillard's and I was looking for a, a blazer. And I asked the lady, I was like, this is this was a while ago. And I asked the lady, I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm looking for a blazer. And then she looked at me up and down. She goes, the big and tall section is over there. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I was, so that's like body shaming. Yeah, I was so hurt. I just yeah. left. I said, okay, thanks. And I left. Yeah, I was like, she said like wow. the mariachi outfits are over there. Yeah. Then yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a little bit more different than that. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, I was like, fuck, man. I just left. And that's when I was bigger. I was like 300 pounds at the time. So I, I get it, but still like, bitch. Well, someone like, asked me for, I think they were trying to give me their dirty dishes because i was wearing a black button-up shirt and all the staff was wearing the same thing they were all latinos mm. i was the like oh. i was my wife is, is we're like both latinos but she's not dark like me like mm -hmm. i i stand out in a room it was nothing but white people and i was the only like the only mexican mexican that was there and someone asked me that and i was just like hmm. i sat down and processed and said I'll talk about this later. <laughs> I almost just took this, the whatever they asked me because it's just in my nature to to serve people. But it did upset me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and it's because I didn't have my hat. You know, I had my hair. Yeah. So I've so. had somebody talk to me well, like I didn't make speak sure English. Frame real quick. Yeah, and uh, they came up over. to me because I was outside at work, and then it was like a <laughs> like it was right there downtown next to the tower where there's like a bunch of you know high class people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, two uh, like older white ladies came up to me and were like, "Excuse me, do you know where uh, like the, like the shops like shops to buy stuff? Do you know where that is?" And so I was just like, "Like, what kind of stuff are you trying to shop for?" Yeah. And then like she just like looked at me all surprised and she was like, "Oh, I mean, whatever they they have, you know." Then she started talking to me normal. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. Like, yeah, man. I mean, r racism still exists. It's an ugly thing. You were oh, talking yeah. about stores and Chris Rock's uh, special. He literally talked about the Lululemon uh, pants and that being a form of racism, being the being that they're so expensive and they keep certain people out. It mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it was a yeah, joke. It, but yeah. if you walk in there. And, and, you know, I'm not hating on nobody, but, you know, you I get a feel. I, I still get a feel. And I, I walked in some pretty, like, 
privileged places, private places because of my work. Mm-hmm. But I just hold my head up and I'm just like, judge me, but give me an opportunity. Like, hear me. But doesn't it suck that we do still feel like we walk in and people are still judging us just because we are Hispanic? Because I feel like that. I walk in places and I'm just like, I already know. Like, I feel it. I can see it. I can feel the tension and it sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck, like, we still have to go through this shit. I like, make it a point to be like super polite. <laughs> really respectful to people so because i know they don't expect it from me when they see me so whenever somebody speaks to me then i'm like oh yes sir no ma'am yes ma'am yeah yeah. like i because i don't want to fit that stereotype that they're expecting me to be that's the other that's the tricky part Mm -hmm. you can retaliate but here's my thing with the conversation of racism is this the most serious show we've had on i'm joking this is no this probably is here's my thing everyone is sam came in here say i'm fucking shit up this is my show guys (laughs) you guys sit down even though people are so against it it's it's never gonna go away mm-hmm. so to me it's about understanding it better as opposed to just judging people because they hate people yeah like that, that hating people is never gonna go away so it doesn't bother me much i've talked mm-hmm. to people who hate mexicans i've talked to people who don't believe what i believe but guess what i can still sit with them yeah and talk with them hello like yeah. we're sitting here I agree. y'all cuss y'all drink y'all like some pirates right and uh and i don't <laughs> but there's nothing that's keeping us from just interacting and doing a little bit of life you guys together. get hookers go coke he goes i don't but you know what yeah. i love hanging out with you guys <laughs> that's all good, you, you guys know? are cool you guys are pieces of shit i'm not <laughs> yeah but, but that's cool but, but that's not cool. what i'm saying <laughs> but what i <laughs> But if you think about race, like insert racism in there, and it's almost the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I could choose to judge y'all. I can choose to say, "Nah, heck, no, I'm not coming on there." But, but that uh, that's the answer. It's communication. Get mm-hmm. just sit down and talk. It helps a lot of things. Yeah, and then like the damn, I, I, the I literally lost at the that second what I was about to say about the racism part. I could tell because you like find it. Damn, it went like find it, dude. It was, it, I got a was it question. Deep? It was a little deep one. Yeah. I got a question that I'm curious about. Like people who get like deep into conversations and questions, like you know, like you want to get the information, but you don't want to pry too deeply and ask. You know, like you don't want to get like. Ah, Give me you know, an example. I don't want to step over the line. Give me an example. Like, pretend for me or something. I can give you one, but give me. I want to see what your your. Another person just make something up about me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think because the question was, have you ever had that question to where you're like, no, that's too far. No, mm. me, no, because like to where you you didn't ask it, but like it, when you were making your notes, like you were like, man, I want to ask this, but it might be too far. Like an interview or just in life. Like if you have Mike like Tyson an come in, like you- if you had me coming on and there was something that you really wanted to find out about or explore, but you were like. Nah, I better not. No, no, I really don't hope because I, I, I kind of nurture the conversation mm-hmm. and I can feel what's allowed. Like when mm-hmm. the Osos came on, but y'all remember when y'all came on, I focused on Ghost. I said, yeah, man, yeah, I yeah. said, forget y'all, man. Y'all talk all the time. I said, I want to focus on Ghost. And he was like an introvert and he has a certain way of communicating. Yeah. And he laughed and he talked a, a little bit that yeah, day. He yeah. talked he a little more than more. normal. Yeah, he opened but up. it was intentional. And, yeah. I, and I read him and then I asked him some personal questions that people don't ask him. And I didn't have permission to kind of open up those things. But I, but I just feel it out. You know what I mean? And I did the same with you when you came on. If you noticed, when y'all came on, I focused on you and we found out some things about you, but I read the conversation. I, it's just a, a instinctual thing for me because I've talked to so many people. And, I, yeah. 
I respect that because like sometimes people take being a good interviewer, quote unquote, too far because they're like, well, I want to ask those questions. And even if they if it means losing a relationship or a connection with somebody that you were good just with for the views, just for the views. And it's like, no, was no. it worth it? And then that person doesn't want to talk to you yeah. anymore. They're like, wow, that was disrespectful. Like, so I respect that you can read the room and understand. Yeah. And then maybe you're like, maybe I won't ask this on camera, but I can feel that I can ask him off camera and we can talk, you know, in a more personal level without being put on the spot. And yeah. you do do that. It's a, I really like that you do that. Thank that you, you'll man. talk after the fact, like when the camera's off, because yeah. you're able to really like get after that question. If you, if mm-hmm. you still feel like, it's uh, you're able to ask it and for me it's like i'm not going for the shock value i'm not trying to degrade anyone i'm trying to spotlight someone yeah and our weaknesses and challenges and failures they spotlight us more than we think Mm -hmm. because i'm talking to an individual who's already overcome it Mm -hmm. but i just want the the people listening to say man i went through that and look what he's doing he's confident he's doing his thing or i'm currently going through it so there is or just being open yeah there is hope yeah and so that that's why i approach it that would never a shock value i ask people some very tough questions just on a daily basis i bring up politics races issues the hardest questions i bring up with with anyone Mm -hmm. but i but they just learn. Hey, Sam's going to ask something. Let's just talk about it because we're both learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's a learning. And so that's why I feel more open to asking because I'm never after someone. I'm never trying to get them, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, that's perfect because, like I said, there's people who they're just doing it for that Thank reason. Up, baby. <laughs> they're just doing it for shock factor and for the views. <laughs> like, that's what's that's it. Like, there's not even a real reason as to, like, to actually have a podcast or interview. And that's – and I, I, I bring that up to because, like – I've recently I found like a guy who does interviews with filmmakers that he actually has real questions. I'm like, damn, finally, like actually going into like behind like what they thought about the process of this film or this project or working with this person and like just going in deep. And even with the filmmakers are just like, wow, like I'm finally getting asked some real questions. It's not just like uh, Ben Affleck, for example, whenever after Ben vs. Superman, after all that, he made his own movie called... Uh, Live by the night or something like that. And every interview, they kept asking him only Cued about up, Batman up. and only about Batman versus Superman. And he was just like tired of it. Like he was just like, yo, I directed a movie. I made another movie. Like ask me about this movie. Stop asking me about that. And that's why I, I think those interviewers are, 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 are bad because I'm like, hey, you and a hundred other people are asking the same questions. Come on, man. Like, let's get real. Let's, let's ask him actual questions with the oh, actual artist. Yeah, this is. I've never uh, seen this. <laughs> this came out like. Four years ago, maybe? Um, five years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the tone. Mm-hmm. I it's love a- Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck as a director is very low-key underrated. Like, nobody nobody really appreciates the type of artist that Ben Affleck is. Like, they just kind of, you know, people kind of case on him consistently <laughs> and think he's a bad actor. But in reality, he's a very great artist. There has been a couple of movies Lyrical. that I've seen to where it was like, okay, he's actually... Not bad. I just can't stand whenever he doesn't. Well, change let me ask. Lyrics was watching this trailer, going like, "I'm gonna see this, so let's hold back on Ben Affleck now." <laughs> so, who do y'all consider a good, a great actor that y'all are comparing him to being a good actor? Who's a great actor in, from your perspective? Oh man, see. And I, by the way, dude, you got to come on the Fell Podcast, and I'll jump in. I'll, oh, let's we, do it. We will jump. We'll yeah. do a deep dive. Let's in, do it. Man. I'm so interested in your film thing, and I actually have a bunch of film, but I'm not gonna ask him, but. Um, you can, but I, I told, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I would, I would love. Yeah, it. I most think definitely. Be great. I mean, there's definitely. a lot of really good actors out there. Daniel Day Lewis, I think, is the top, top dog. 
Daniel Day for you? I think. Well, well, what makes what what is it that you're 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 comparing what a great actor is compared to somebody just somebody who's who an actor? can lose themselves in the role? Thank like, you. You don't even know Thank that that's you. who that is. Thank you. Like The Rock isn't a good actor, and I don't Thank think you. they no. ever he ever will be because that's The Rock playing this guy. That's The Rock playing this guy. Like I like whenever you forget that. Oh dang! Like that's him. Like that's who that is. But that, yeah, I like whenever you don't even pay attention to who that is. I a hundred. That was the answer I was gonna say, and I didn't know. I didn't. I honestly did not think you were gonna say that. I agree. I think that when you can watch a movie and forget you're watching the actor, you're just watching the character. You go, oh shit, that's acting. Let me mm-hmm. give you an example. See if y'all agree. Um, yeah, hit me with Joaquin the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So you're, yeah, you're already got yeah, me. Yeah, you're good. What movie is it? Any movie. Name any Joaquin the, Phoenix movie. Johnny Cash one. Every movie. Uh, yeah, Walk the Line. Okay, yeah. Walk the Line to me, that's one. But y'all going to hate this one. I know y'all are. But Jennifer Lopez is Selena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Her only I'm one. Like, yeah, all 100%. I think of Selena. 100%. She almost think, trademarked. Yeah, Selena. Yeah. yeah, when I think of Selena, I think of Jennifer Lopez. Like, I, I, I can't disagree with you there. But. Anything beyond that is just Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah, that was she, no go. But Selena, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. But for for me, one of the big ones to me is Brad Pitt. Now, and the reason a lot of people might say no or whatever, but like every movie that he is on, he is even though that there's that slight Brad Pitt in him, he's playing a different character still in a different world. And one of the biggest movies that made me go like, holy shit, is uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because after midway through the movie, I was watching it go. Bro, I forgot that's fucking Brad Pitt. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Tom Hardy bro. is another Done. one. Oh, Tom Hardy's great. Uh, Shia Hardy. LaBeouf. Pull up Tom Hardy. Shia, I, I see, but me, Shia LaBeouf, I, I, I love Shia LaBeouf. I love Shia LaBeouf, but I feel like he's always, mm. he's still trying to play that dramatic, like very like Oscar worthy role that he hasn't lost himself in like an actual role where like it doesn't necessarily mean losing himself. It just means like actually going in depth with the character mentally, you know. Have you seen uh, Fury? No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I kicking. think that one right there was probably one of my favorites of his. Also, uh, Lawless. I've never that seen was Lawless. Another one. I've heard. Law- yeah, oh, I haven't seen Lawless. Dude, Lawless is such a great movie. I haven't seen that one, but everyone tells me about how great that movie is. Yeah, that movie right there. It'll instantly be one of your favorite movies. I'm gonna. Wa- I have the movie. I need to fucking watch it. It's so good. Where does Tom the Hanks music is great. <laughs> land there for you? Oh, he's good. He's top. Uh, I think good. Tom Hanks is good, but I think Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. Got it, got it. You know, I don't feel like he's an actual, like, you know who? Okay, I'm about to blow your mind. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Right Gary I was thinking pull up Gary fucking Oldman. He, <laughs> and pull up Gary Oldman roles. I, Gary Oldman's so good that the first time I actually saw Gary Oldman was, gay guy. The first time I saw Gary Oldman was uh, Batman, The Dark Knight. Gay old man. That was the first time I actually saw Gary oh, Oldman. Oh, dude. And that was, and then after that, I, I looked up what who, what movies he wants. He was in, and I was like, "There's no fucking way he's all of these characters." Look at this man. Here, let me get your Look reaction. This, Ready? Man. Let me get your reaction. The professional. Oh, I haven't seen man, that one. We talked about a, that one. With dude, uh, yeah, we you got the shirt. I got the shirt on right now. Yeah. Okay, every time when shirt. you're on the pod, bro, I always see you going like adjusting your shirt. Yeah. And, was fat and at home, I'm like, quit adjusting your shirt. And guess what I've been doing the whole time? Adjusting your shirt. Because these the pillows, they just move it. And, they, they keep pull- Anyways. Yeah, every time you, you sit up, yeah. <laughs> but it's because I was fat. So like I'm so used to like pulling ah, my shirt. Insecurity thing. Yeah, insecurity thing. So even when I watch my episode and I'm editing it, I'm like, stop fucking doing that, yeah. Asus. Maybe no shirt. Like, not, maybe not, no yeah, shirt no shirt. Yeah, no shirt. Take your shirt. Shirtless. Off. 
Hey, speaking of that, and then that, what's his name? The guy you're talking Gary about? Gary fucking Oldman? I'm all Sorry. about the one move for actors, okay? Mm-hmm. In this movie, he takes some pills, mm-hmm. okay? And he grabs the pills and he goes like this. He goes like that. Yeah, and like, they show him from up yeah, top. And it's such an amazing shot. And, and when I think of Denzel, I talked about him a while ago. I think about the way he eats. When he mm-hmm. eats, he's always eating. And I love that one move. But there's one moves for people that are actors that I really like. And I like it when it shows up mm-hmm. in different movies. Oh, did, I like that. The little trademark thing that they yeah, have. Kinda. Dude. Ah. Did y'all see Elvis, the movie? Yep. No, with the Austin Butler. And I Tom, wasn't a fan of that one, man. Did, but did you see, were you a fan of Tom Hanks' role as a villain? Mm, I In that movie. Yeah. You know what he reminded me of? And y'all are probably too young. Sam might remember. But um, DuckTales, Scrooge McDuck. Oh, yeah. Like, that's who, that's all I could picture whenever he was talking. It was like, damn it, man. All I can picture is Scrooge McDuck. And and it ruined it for me. Like, (laughs) it's just like, man, that's all I can picture is him. Yeah. I I can't get into biopics like that. Like, any, any, like the the Elton John one, the Elvis. Ah, Like, I can't. I never saw the Elton John one. Before, yeah. Like I liked like Ray Charles, Eight Mile. Oh, Ray I liked the Ray Charles movie. Yeah. Uh, like the ones before, were, because they almost felt like independent films, mm. where they were like these were indie films with a higher budget. Where like now they're like we have to make this extravagant thing. We it has to be like yeah. big. Where like now it just kind of feels like a, just like they're just dropping it. To Elvis, drop it. I feel like they were like and it. I could be way off, but the whole time it was like I feel like they're just trying to get black people to like Elvis. <laughs> Like the whole movie, was like it? there was trap music playing in the background. Yeah, no. and I was like, "Why the that fuck is that in an Elvis yeah. movie?" Yeah. And it was like so. And then like the way that he was like falling in love with stuff, like, and it was like, "Yeah, but dude, you ripped off a lot of shit." But yeah. like, don't yeah. try to make people like you. Just yeah. tell the story. It, okay, it I got it. It was a good. Uh, that's a good point. Where like they they show how he grew up loving the music mm-hmm. and eventually like making making it him his own yeah not his own but like literally like taking it for his own as well yeah, yeah. you guys saying i invented it yeah. I, yeah, yeah i got a biopic that i'm looking forward to y'all oh, ready fine. let's go the mike tyson one oh Jamie the Fox. show or the movie is it a show? There's or? two. There's a movie coming out, I believe, with there's Jamie Foxx. There's a show. The, the, movie. the movie. The movie is the Jamie Foxx one, right? Yeah. And then there's a show with the guy from uh, Moonlight and the newer Predator movie. Uh, I forgot. But there's two. Yeah, there's a Hulu one. And then there's a yeah, Hulu Which one. Which one was the one that he could be pissed off about? That one right there. Uh, I think oh, Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Because I think with the Jamie Foxx one, like it was pretty good approved. But I think it's the Hulu one, if I'm correct. But yeah, this is the one. It's called Mike on uh, Hulu. That looks cool. But the it movie, I, I mean, Jamie Foxx playing him is money. Mm-hmm. It's money. I, I never oh, knew Oh, Jamie Foxx is a good actor. He never, I never knew he looked like so many actors until you see him do it, and he's going to nail it. Wow, you know what? Jamie Foxx is low-key a good actor. Like, under, yeah, very you don't really underrated. Really think about it. No. Him, but and, yeah, everything that he's in, it's like, man, he's really good. Yeah, and then you forget because he's such I a good, and he's just playing the character that you don't <laughs> remember Jamie Foxx. Collateral Damage with Jamie Foxx. Remember that? Oh, holy shit, Tom bro. Cruise in that one? I just want to say the, that Collateral Damage inspired my next short film, everybody. So it's one of my that's favorites. one of the ones that inspired it. Again, uh, I used the word tone earlier, and I really <laughs> like the tone of Collateral Damage. It was so good. Oh, yeah. that's it, And that's the tone I'm going ooh, for. That's great, man. I'm yeah, that ties to the it. new one. I haven't, but there hasn't been anything about Jamie Foxx. Like, there hasn't been no... Like Jamie Foxx, like pictures. There's been no news of the Mike Tyson movie with Jamie Foxx. Am I right? 
There have been, been a few, heard there been a few clips floating around here and there, mm-hmm. like like that, yeah, like yeah, him being yeah. getting in shape and stuff. Once he gets his hair done, boy, that's it. He's gonna be Mike Tyson for sure. Yeah, Jamie Jamie Fox is one of those actors that can lose himself into the character and really like bring out low key, low key very great at fucking actor that doesn't get enough credit for sure. He kind of went past Will Smith on that because he came out like as a comedian because he was in and Living Color and, and was singer. like playing all that silly stuff. Had the Jamie Foxx show, but now like people are looking at him like, all right, we need somebody to play this serious role. Yeah, Jamie long Fox. as he don't slap nobody, <laughs> oh, he's sl- good. The race is yeah. on between him and Will Smith. But Will Smith, he he's to me, he's an all time. He's right up there with Denzel with so, me. So you're making an action movie. You're able to cast. Who you're going to cast Jamie Foxx or Will Smith? Will Smith. What about you? I like Michael? Will Smith. It depends on the feel of the show. The type of movie? I Am Legend. Who was that? Will Smith. Yeah. But I feel like he still hasn't got past the, okay, but the character has to be cool. Like, it's got to be a cool, smooth guy. Except for his last one. Jamie Foxx can... uh, Emancipation? Yes. Yeah, but he was a cool slave. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I haven't haven't seen it. Well, Will Will Smith, Will Smith, like... Will Smith's kind of like The Rock. having fun. (laughs) Will Smith's kind of like The Rock where... He wants to make sure that the roles, that the movies that he gets, he, he he has a say in them. So, like, for example, Django. That's why he lost Django. Yeah, yeah. That, perfect. Django was a perfect one. Who was supposed to be Django? Will Smith. Will Smith was, was supposed, supposed to, but he didn't like not being the big star. He didn't like Christoph Waltz having so big of a... Like present, he, yeah. He wanted it to be more about him and no. Helga as the he love story. It, yeah, to be and more cool, not a revenge everything. story, a love yeah. story. And then you can't, you here's my, you can't go to Tarantino and be like, I want you to change this. Like Tarantino's yeah. like, bro, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. So if Jamie Foxx wants me to get raped in a movie. You're I'm doing, doing it. it. Yeah, <laughs> doing it's it. like, dude, okay. You're like, what are you? around. <laughs> yeah, like no, I mean, like that's a, like. Well, I don't know about that part, but definitely it's a it's a role. I like to take any role that Tarantino definitely. Yeah, I would take whatever. I mean, the hell Jonah he Hill. Gave he's me. like, you're gonna be a racist. All right, fucking put on a a, a white a white yeah, shit over here. Yeah, why not? All right, did, I'll yeah, do it. I'd like be all for that. Yeah, and I hate that people are consistently like hate on it. Like, oh my gosh. Like, so, I'm like, first of all, yeah. it's art. You're supposed to get mad at some of the facts that the white men were calling the black people the n word and doing. Like, you're supposed to get mad. At it. You're supposed to be like, what the hell? And then you know what's supposed to happen? Jamie Foxx comes in there and whoops some ass, and you're supposed to be like, fuck yeah, like that's what should have happened you know yeah. that's dope come on well people you know, hate on everything here's my thing with what what we're talking about i see two dynamics one is i want to be like cool and known today and then the artists who kind of they don't care of the role they they want the story they mm-hmm. want the character development they want the director because they're thinking longevity exactly because i'm thinking of old movies that I still watch because it lasted because they weren't worried about Timeless their purpose. Yeah, and that the, the guys Daniel that Day just Lewis. go with the director and the and the plot, those are the ones that last. And I think that's what I think that's what we're like kind of defining yeah. here. Well, you do what's best. Like what I've learned is you have to do what's best for the film, not what's best for you, not what you think is going to look better for you. Like what is best for the film? Like even like as an artist, like there's been I've done movies where the ending is like it's, they don't like the ending, and I have to, and even as much as I love it. 90% of the people are like, the ending's not good, and you have to go, like, okay, well, I have to go reshoot this. You know, I got to, or, or come up with a different I didn't one. I you saw my text that I sent. The what? That text that I sent that the ending wasn't good. Well, I changed it before that, so I really appreciate that. <laughs> Juan's mad that we have to take another day of shooting, but we're going to get it done. No, so I definitely, uh, uh, damn, I lost my train of thought right there. 
I have a list. Of, <laughs> I have a list of a few directors here. I just want to get yeah, your take. Let's do it. Uh, your take hey, on them. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, I love him. And oh. and and I have him for Taxi, Goodfellas, and The Departed. That span is so long. How when as a movie maker, a creative, where does how do you see him, and what do you hope Sam, to kind of? Yeah. Have you seen those movies? Yeah, you gotta. Have I've seen, seen all of those, but I don't know if don't which ones that. have you seen. I've I've seen I've seen Taxi Driver. But I've seen almost all Martin Scorsese. Have you seen Departed? Goodfellas? Oh, I didn't see Goodfellas. I forgot. The Departed. Okay. Yes. Yes. The fuck. Well, I said, haven't seen two. It's of, on my. Two, I saw two of the movies that he he brought on the list. But as far as like Scorsese himself, like yeah, The Departed is one of my favorite movies of all time. I just time. want to bring up one thing Pull since you list. brought up Goodfellas. Scorsese. The scene whenever they go to Joe Pesci's mom's house. And they're just sitting around the dinner tables. It's like a maybe like a ten minute scene. Mm -hmm. Like, is that not just like a great moment in like movie history? Was that like after the bender? Like they come in after a long night of eating. Just finished. Yeah, there's somebody uh, in the trunk, and then like he was just there to get like a knife or something. You know, she didn't have any lines, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's uh, Scorsese's mom, yeah, and yeah. he just told her like, "Hey, just interact with them." This is Marty's friends. Yeah, does a director <laughs> draw that out? Do you, is that Scorsese? Like, yes, when, so, like that moment so strong to lyrical. Do yes, you think he drew that? One hundred percent. So only only good directors, only only scenes that are memorable like that, especially like Scorsese, Scorsese, like where you can remember, like you could take one scene and incorporate. All the movies that Scorsese's done off of that one scene because you can be like, damn, like he's that good that you can you can tell the type of movies he does. I think Scorsese is really good because his pacing is well and he cares a lot about the characters. If you watch every single one of his movies, all the characters are very unique. They're all their own characters. No one's the same. Everybody has their own voice. Everybody has their own way they act, like the way they eat, the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they they rub their nose, like Jack Nicholson and The Departed. I mean, even Leo's not the same on Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, The Departed. Like You have different types of Leo, different characters. And the pacing to me is what makes... Uh, Scorsese's movies like great is because he's letting you sit there with the actors, he's letting you sit there with the characters and really get to know the scenes and not rushing. Now the movie's gonna be two hours or three hours, you're gonna watch it because that's how that's how well you're gonna get to know the characters. So I I, I think Scorsese sticks out for that reason. Like, yeah, Scorsese's and a he top knows director. what works. Like yeah. it's like, okay, I know that I can put these guys in the room at a dinner table mm-hmm. and we're gonna get magic out of this shit. Mm-hmm. I'll read the movies and you tell me Let's the director. It. Okay. E. T. Jurassic Park, Schindler's uh, List, Saving Private Ryan. Spielberg. What are your thoughts on him? Because those are epic. Have you seen all those? Have y'all I, seen I, all those? I think I that, haven't seen Saving Private. I've Ryan. seen every single one. I think that I think what's with Spielberg is he has such a great um, uh, a team, people that follow Spielberg. That Spielberg can get anything done because people are willing to wanting to make sure that Spielberg gets it the way Spielberg can get it done. Right. So like even with Jurassic Park, like he. He had an idea with the with the dinosaurs to be like animatronic, all, all of them. Um, but that's when he got introduced to to uh, special effects, the CGI. Mm-hmm. The so that's whenever he was able to incorporate that and change the game from there and stuff. But yeah. I think it's, it's because of the team that Spielberg incorporates mm-hmm. himself around. Like yeah. he has such a strong. He doesn't incorporate himself with nothing with when he when he's filming. He doesn't incorporate himself with a bunch of leaders. He incorporates himself with a bunch of people who look up to that leader. That's what I like about Spielberg a lot. Is, and that's why people will work with Spielberg and do what needs to get done. Because Spielberg movies aren't 
like uh like oh my gosh they're all Oscar award winning movies, but they're all epic, great, like whole, like this is Spielberg. Like this is like at some point we'll fuck. catch up. To yeah, him. you're like, damn, like this is fucking I mean you He makes a lot of like fun movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like enjoyable to watch. They're good adventures. But yeah, it's not like anything to where people are gonna say, like, oh, this is a Well, Sam Pride Ryan, I mean, you know, I mean there's a few, but what I'm saying is like I'm not saying that Steven Spielberg is not an Academy Award winning director. Yeah, he he's is. good. He is. But I'm saying is like when you put him against like Scorsese, Scorsese is going to always try to make an Oscar award winning movie. Where Spielberg is like, if it becomes one, it does because I'm Spielberg. But if not, I'm making a great ass fucking movie. Yeah. And that's all I care about. That's lyrical. how I feel Spielberg directs. And lyrical, you haven't seen Saving Private Ryan? Mm-mm. Is there a reason? We actually just talked yeah, about we this recently like talked about a week ago. Seen, you, oh, yeah, it oh. was because when I was younger and it came out, I remember my mom and my brother went to go see it and they were telling me about like how graphic and like how like bloody and everything. And at that age, I didn't like watching stuff Ah, like that. So I didn't watch it. So that's just always been in my mind of like, uh, don't watch that movie. Uh, Don't watch that movie. You're desensitized now. I guarantee Yeah, You got to watch it epic bro like i've so seen many a lot of starting off from in their it. careers in that movie like yeah. you see them develop from sopranos and the born like so many people came out from that man it's such a good movie so many spielberg caught I've um, seen a lot vin of diesel kills. from that movie because uh, vin diesel did like a short film uh, for three thousand dollars and it didn't really do mm. big but spielberg saw it liked them and casted him on sam Pride ryan and that's what started vin diesel's career. i know you're a vin diesel fan i am a vin diesel what did you think of his dying part when he when they shot him, I liked it. I thought I'd be mean, you ruined it for for lyrical, but That's okay. Uh, I that liked makes it. Makes me want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it was great because it was it was. So, hey, it might be. I don't know the that. rules about spoiler. I'll just say it. So whatever. It's been I, out for how long? I liked it. Vin, Vin, <laughs> Damn it, man! Yeah. I haven't had a chance to go to the theater yet. <laughs> See, uh, Vin. Di- the reason why is because I felt how real Vin Diesel's character was at that moment. Like he was just a person going to war, and then when he saw that little girl. He was like, "What, like, bro, like, Should you fuck almost this killed war. me." Yeah, like, what the? And then, boom, and you just realize, like, dude, this is real. Like, it didn't matter how you were trying to be this nice guy. It didn't matter that you were trying to do the right thing. Like, there was someone out there trying to take all of y'all out. And that, that was, that's to me was one of the most heartbreaking scenes because I'm like, he just wanted to do the right thing, and then, boom, like, and it then, was wild. And then the scene that followed, his the guy was like, "Don't move, just don't move." Yeah. And the sniper, bro, the sniper, that dude in that movie, I don't know his name. He's right there. Uh, Barry Pepper. Yeah. bro. Oh, uh, Private Jackson. Yeah, oh, bro. His... He was just try- like he was trying to aim for that for homeboy, bro. Dude, you're missing out, Lyrical. You'll, yeah, you'll yeah. love that movie, there, bro. there's so much power in Nathan silence. Nathan Fillion was in there? You know what? What the fuck? Was Brian that Cranston Nathan was Fillion. Brian Cranston was in The Kill there? Count video Holy will go shit. hard for you. I've seen it. I've seen the I've seen the clip where somebody pointed out that one of the guys gets shot in the canteen, and then like the first thing that comes out is water, and then blood starts coming out. So it was like little details like that. For that they were pretty, right? Yeah. Well, there's one. I'll spoil it. I don't even care. He goes like this. He's walking. And he goes bing, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, it just saved me." Bro, yeah. And then they get, and it's just. It's it's funny, but not funny. But it's so cra- it happens like that. Yeah, and then you start and he starts and taking you to you the know? cinematography is so well in back in the day too because <laughs> they would funny. they would let you funny, take the funny. moments. They let you take in like yeah. those mo- like you can With sit patience. there. There's no cut cut cuts. You're just sitting like oh when he takes it off, boom, you're getting it all at once. You're like what the fuck. Another Go funny ahead, not funny scene is uh, in Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? 
Is I that gruesome? I've like hard? Really? It, no, it's a it's a, another war movie. But oh, who's in that one? Andrew Garfield. Uh, Andrew Garfield is the main. That was on Mel Gibson, the one he directed. Yeah, yeah. So there's a scene. Apocalyptos, um, which are. I don't mean to. I don't mean to spoil it, but there's a scene where, er, like, the American army is like kind of sneaking up up against the Japanese army, but they don't know where they're coming from, and then you see them kind of roll up, walk up to a corpse, like they're they're trying to help like someone who's down, right? And then they prop him up like a scarecrow, like the Japanese prop him up a scarecrow, and go, wah, 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 and then I'm just like, what was that? And then the guy, the 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 American soldier gets shot. Oh. But it's like, am I supposed to laugh at that or? Because it just happens. Yeah, because so you're watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like so a real story yeah, that really somebody happened. told. Oh, them. for sure. But if you're watching like, it with the group, maybe not. <laughs> but if you're by yourself, you just laugh. You just yeah. be free. No, no I'll probably here. laugh with the group to be honest. Like, okay, I'm gonna veer y'all off. Okay. So um, hold my mic. They don't have mic stands here. I know so I went you. on the Orsals <laughs> and I took them. I got them a gift, and I think it's, we're talking about movies and the you know old ones and new ones. And this is a. It kind of makes sense. I know y'all get it. I'll explain it in a minute. Lyrical. That's for you. Don't ask oh, why. One hundred percent. Hell yeah. That makes a hundred percent sense. And then that's for you right there. I it's, got it as an homage to the Pez movie that had just, it's a documentary that came out. Oh. But Mario this Brothers yeah, was old school games, Nintendo, whatever. And now it's becoming a movie. It has, oh, no, yeah. has nothing to do with Saving Private Ryan and Scorsese. This is like, they're just missing with culture, man, because they're bringing us along and our kids. And so I just wanted to get that because it kind of connects. Cool, man, I appreciate it. Connects it. with what y'all it's like. It's a Mario Luigi Pez, guys, too. bro. This is dope. We uh, need to find a place. To put yeah, up in here. I have to stand them up. If I take this forward. home, my daughter. Will. Yeah, my my kids will. I'll never, I'm put I'll never see it again. <laughs> Done. No, yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm honestly very excited. I, I was hesitant at first because you know how studios are. They'll bring a movie yeah, in. They don't. They kind of fuck it up or whatever. Like I was lucky enough to. Luckily, they were able to make Sonic good. But it wasn't yeah. as great like boom, as it could have been. But Sonic. it was good. It's enjoyable. But that fucking Mario movie. Not as good as Chippendale. That's a good movie too, bro. I actually the really enjoyed that one. That, yeah, that was, one was a Sonic fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a Sonic dude. fan. The Sonic ones were great too. The bro. boom, boom, boom when he's in the bar and then and then it goes it goes by in a flash, but they slow it down. And he oh beat. yeah, yeah. And that song with what happened. Do y'all play music here? Do y'all play clips? We can put put the clip on the Sonic Boom clip. Sonic Sonic in the bar. Yeah, Sonic in the bar. uh, Yeah, you're still on Chippendale. That's a fucking great movie, though. Yeah, Chippendale movie. movie Right there, the live action. Oh my gosh, dude! It's so it's unbelievably good. Yeah. That I think it's more for like people our age. Yeah, who grew up watching it. Because me and my wife were laughing at it, and my son was just like watching it. Confused. Are y'all gonna clip it on the pod? Oh, we is just for us. Yeah. Okay, guys, if you're at home, look up Sonic fighting in the bar. I like the fight and I like the the music. The mute. The song is. I. Li- you seen this trailer? I have a ten year old daughter. I've seen part two, not one. This is part one or part. Two? This is part one. This is part yeah. One. This is part one. Part two. He goes to uh to. So, anyways, that might take too long. No, it's I, I go to yeah. I put it on the. Take those some time, uh, watch slow this motion movie. scenes too are fucking probably hard as fuck to shoot, bro. Well, Matrix, remember, they introduced that style. The, yeah, the, and when they first did it, I was like, whoa. And then after that, everybody caught me. This everybody is a, this was is a homage it. to The Matrix, really. Yeah, you, you forget look at how him. movies, they just trend set some of these things, man. 
But they have the formula for this one. They didn't have the formula for Matrix. They had to figure it out, yeah. man. Yeah. That's what I like. You know, Walking the, in between the, the bullets. The, the best to me, the best slow motion scenes to me uh, are Quicksilver on, is it not Is it not Days of Future Past? Quicksilver. I don't Quicksilver even know on, Look up Quicksilver on one of the X-Men movies. That, they took three months to shoot this scene. Just this scene. Uh, not this one. The other one. Um, no, 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 no. It's uh, Apocalypse. That one right there. Uh, no, uh, the Apocalypse. No, no. That, that one right there. That's it right there. This right here took three months to shoot. And if we, you're we watching watch the pod, watch. guys, we, we have a screen right in front of us. So whatever we ask or discuss, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it, it pops up and we get to see images and... and Okay. Yeah, you don't need to explain. You <laughs> should uh, be able to see. Yeah, they'll see half seeing. of half of Juan's screen, right here. Like, we're gonna watch this scene because this scene is the. You haven't seen it, Sam? No. Oh, watch this. Have you seen Lyrical? Yeah. Where's this available on? Uh, anywhere. You. I think. I think they're on HBO. Is though. It, yeah. his computer. Yeah. Is it available on cable? Do you know what cable is? Probably. <laughs> Bro, how fast? He has to be moving on this right now, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. It's like a second or two. Dude. He was really running that fast. A little fun That's fact I- for you. <laughs> yeah. It was just the camera was so expensive to catch it all. That's why it took three months. Yeah. Bro. Expensive film. No, I can't even I can't even calculate how fast that is. Bro, he's going Because fast, like, if you think about the speed that a bomb blows I, I, up, yeah. and it's within that, so it's... That's Hundreds what I was of thousands thinking. Thousands of a second. How fast that explosion must be going right now, bro? Yeah, it's it's that um, can in the air like, like that's fast. You know what? I'm gonna throw it out there. I think it's a less than blink of an eye. Oh, probably, bro. Like, yeah, you no, you're it, right. Because of, I'm thinking of a bomb and the speed of a bomb, bro. That is a wild scene right here, and it still looks pretty good. Like it came out in 20, oh, they like good. 17. They, they maintain the quality throughout the whole. Oh yeah, the whole scene. I like that. All right, Juan. That was great. Man. That was, yeah, yeah. I think to me that has to be one of the greatest uh, uh, slow motion scenes. Besides the flash on the Snyder Cut, I'm biased on that. Uh, Quicksilver on uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Quicksilver, I'm going to look yeah. that up. That was great. Yeah, watch this. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, well, it's, it's a great movie. So what, if y'all to could me. name one favorite movie that y'all, well, not favorite. How about a movie y'all have watched 10, 20 times over? What, Tombstone. What, Tombstone, Okay. Uh, I'm your Huckleberry man. Hey, Young Guns is another one. Tombstone and Young Guns. Yeah, Tombstone's one I could quote. Okay, what's one of your favorite scenes in Tombstone? Because I, I, boy, there's one scene. I'm gonna do this gesture. You tell me. Oh, the whenever they're standing at the speaking Latin. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, he does a gun and then he just gets his little shot glass Mm -hmm. and he starts going like, yeah, against uh, Johnny Ringo. So he gets a glass and he just goes like this and he's drunk and he's just. Swirling around his finger, and he yeah. goes, and then everyone in the bar is laughing. At yeah, him. he just like he makes, just makes a, a fool out of him yeah. in front of it's, everybody because that guy starts like spinning his gun like really cool and yeah, everything. Yeah. He just does his cup. Amazing. Dope. Yeah, I, I need to watch them. Really I haven't fast. seen two. So. I would be interested to see what you say. About yeah, that. I, it was my mom's favorite movie, so I'm yeah. surprised. I, man, I love it, that movie. It's so good, but there is a lot of parts where you're like, man, if they made it today. How much better it would be. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have Val Kilmer. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. He's the one that he killed that movie. Like that yeah. right there is Tombstone is pretty much Doc Holiday movie. Yeah. Like he's like the best part of every one of those scenes. 
I mean, if I ever became an alcoholic, it would be like I would have to. Say yeah, he makes it he's cool, cool man. Like, like, man, it might, like, it might be worth it. He made it like cool. the yeah, liver. He was like, drinking hard liquor his whole life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what missed him up. You got a tolerance for that. And for I like sure. how smart he was too. Like he was yeah. like real smart, real quick, and yeah. like yeah. Yeah, the fact that what's his name? Uh, what was the main guy? He respected him. Wider. And that yeah, Wider yeah. respected him, and that you know, that says a lot. Considered him a friend. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that movie. I mean, I've been saying that Man, for that's so a long, good movie. How about you? Movie you've seen a lot? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of movies. I, I Drive, I've seen so many. I've, I mean, Drive, I could go to sleep to that movie. Uh, I've seen Chronicles of Riddick. I mean, I can. I, can, I don't even really? know how many damn times. I'm in yeah. love with that movie. Uh, I'm, I, I Love You, Man. <laughs> it's is it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I mean, I there's too, I, The Shining. There's times I'll put on The Shining just yeah. to randomly watch it. 2001 the Space Odyssey. I just love the special effects, that they, the practical effects that they did for Space Odyssey. What do you uh, think yeah. about Forrest Gump? I'm not the biggest fan I of Forrest Gump, I watch that every time it's on. I the, watched. That's probably the movie I was going to say. It, not it has the fan. same effect that, so here we go, tell me if I'm right or wrong, as Rocky won. Like when it comes on TV or something, I gotta watch all the way. See, and I think mm-hmm. I've changed Rocky a couple of times, but <laughs> same. Forrest Gump, I won't change that yeah. movie. Like no matter so where fair. it's at, it's like oh, oh, this is whenever like like you just watch it every time. Now tell me, do they do this on purpose in a movie like Back to the Future or Forrest Gump? You're not mature enough to understand everything till yeah. like ten years later. Do you how how methodical is a director in doing that? Because I learned so much later on. Because yeah. in there the beginning, when I heard, older people I, I'm gonna make y'all laugh. When 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 Tom Hanks his his boy character was going, <laughs> when I was little, when I was little, it it didn't mean nothing. I was just uh, like, I yeah. just a, you know, a little off in the head. Yeah. But now when I watch it, I'm like. That was so yeah. good, man. He's like, get it, out of my face, bro. It hits differently now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I definitely think directors definitely obviously do that. I think half of the time they do things intentionally. Half of the time they don't even realize that they're doing things in it. Because yeah. people will be like, oh, I got this off your film. And they're like, huh? I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Like, I'm glad you got that. That's one of my favorite things about movies. Just whenever 10, 15 years later, I'm like, oh, that's what it meant. You know, but but when I first watched it, it was still good. Yeah, yeah. But, but differently. Yeah, yeah. And a half. lot of them, you didn't realize that it was an adult movie. No. And still, like, you're older, and it was like, damn, we were this? watching this yeah. crap. Like, Mom, that was, that like, was bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, holy shit. I agree. Y'all always do, like, these funny questions. I don't know. What, I, I call them, a, like, a dilemma question. Like, what would you do if, and if you only had... Would you yeah. agree, lyrical? You you like love those. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit y'all with one. All right. Y'all down? Your brain? Yeah. Your brain on? We're on. Would you rather have the ability to read people's mind, but be able to turn it off, or have no ability to read people's mind, but constantly wonder what they are thinking? If you could read minds, you could turn it off at any time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd read minds. Turn it yeah, off. Yeah, I would take that. Hundred percent. The other option sucks. Because you're just consistently in anxiety now, like, oh, I wish I could think what they were thinking. I wish I could. Like, Here's nah. the wrench. It's a it's talking voices consistently. But it, you can turn it off, though, right? We can turn it off. Let me read it. Ability to read people's <laughs> mind. Question again. But be oh, no no oh, unable. Well, oh yeah. unable Sorry. to turn. Unable. It off. You can. Oh. That yeah yeah. Awesome. You're like duh. Oh. Easy. Of yeah, course. That's, a, that's way different. Okay, not knowing or knowing. I think not knowing. I'd rather not know. Yeah, at that point, because so many voices would be just. Yeah, people always seem to like romanticize it. Oh, I would love 
to hear people. No, you know, no that's not realistic. It would drive you, you crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't want to know what people it's are saying. It's almost like Bruce Almighty. Yeah, they no, play I music. Have you ever seen people. the show uh, uh, Heroes? Yes, I love it. So oh. they do a really Hogan good example Heroes? of that. They do a really good example of that with uh, Matt Matthew, where he's just constantly s- hearing it. Oh, yes, yes. Just, it's been so damn long since yeah, I've seen that yeah, show. Yeah, he has to like deal with... Yeah, like, what a good um, show, man. Like, Overhearing too much, and then you get a glimpse of him in the future, in a, in a, in a bad yeah. future, where he goes crazy because of that. Yeah, I, I can you see that. Too. I wouldn't. Yeah, you never seen Heroes? And then the, the bad guy has to like, in order for him to consume your power, he has to eat your brain, right? Like yeah, he has he, to eat a specific eat part of, of your that, brain, of your and brain. then he consumes your power. Yeah. It's like silence. It's of the wild. Lane. Bro. It's yeah. really good, bro. It's re- the first three seasons. After yeah. that, it's garbage. But yeah, yeah, it's funny how he like realizes I do have a power, but. There's only one way for me yeah, to find to, out. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> it's like Liver King. Just, anyways, here's another one. Would you rather live a long and mundane life, okay, or a short, exciting life full of adventure and risk? Short, exciting. Short, I'm exciting. already living the mundane life. And it, it depends sucks. on how short. 27. <laughs> 27 minutes. <laughs> so I would have already been dead. Yeah, no, nah, I think, yeah, if, if short, what what is the definition of Let, short? Let's say short was just in, in your prime. Let's just say from 20 to 25. Ooh, fucking right? long, mundane, fucking long. Or long and mundane. I mean, I don't know because, like, you got to think about it. It's like, would you want five years to experience the great, the most, the perfect time of your life, or would you want 80 years of just fucking being a slave to the system or something? You know, it's like you. But it's different. I think, like, I think Juan could answer this question better. Like, because I have kids, so it's like I want to be there yeah, exactly. as long as I can. I wouldn't care about living an extreme heart. life. You got a good heart. I think of Mike Tyson and how crazy he went. Mm-hmm. And th- without even asking him this question, he chose short and exciting and risky. He just got lucky that he didn't yeah. die. But yeah. I think of people who choose that and they just get lucky that they don't die. Yeah. But you give someone money, drugs, and rock and roll. They choose it. Oh yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, if what would you pick, Juan? Yeah, fast and exciting. Yeah. Who yeah. wouldn't though? Who wouldn't? Who doesn't have kids? Because I yeah, lyrical, who have like, no responsibility. Yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. I didn't have kids, I would definitely. But the fact that I do have kids, I'm like, I would rather them live that exciting life and me live the boring one, just so I can see them yeah. living life like. When I was younger, like yeah, I would have chose that all day. Yeah, I was everybody. already thinking that I was <laughs> gonna have a short life anyway. Yeah. And now I'm hoping to have a long life. Yeah. <laughs> for my kids. If yeah, you, you have, what about you, Sam? No, you. Mundane, long yeah? mundane, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm mellow, bro. A book, I'll, I'll read, and I'm really good, like with alone time. So that, yeah, that would be my jam. You're good. You're, yeah, you're, you're no worries, already. man. Give me some money and stuff. I told the Osos, I was like, don't give me no money because I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> so forget. I mean, I would. It wouldn't be good, man. I and I and let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Would you risk your life for somebody you don't know? No, I wouldn't, and I probably and I have like, and I've done it, mm-hmm. like, but not like, but I've done it. Whether it's driving, swerving, correct, you know, maybe like you maybe, stuck your neck out. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, man. I mean, I've seen people get into some a mix up, and then if I'm like, we always bring up our family. So if I'm with them, I'm walking away. Yeah, like I may, I literally have, I could have saved them or something. Yeah. You try not to know. put yourself in this. No, I think I now you. I avoid those situations. I think, but I don't know how I would react. Like if I just was there and then somebody like pulls a gun on somebody right in front of me, I don't know how I would react. Honestly. Well, here's like, a, okay. So like driving down the freeway now, if you asked me five years ago, there's some 
a lady pulled over and she needs help with her tire, would you do it? I would say yes. But today, yeah, if today, I, you know, if you ask me if I would pull pull over, I say no. And I even mm-hmm. tell my wife, don't. They might get hit by a car or whatever, but at the end of the day, it might be a setup. Like I've, you know, I've already heard so many stories of that going. Like the person that's changing the tire gets hit, mm-hmm. and so I, I would say, yeah. And it's a tough, it's a tough yes because it goes against my character, but I also have to kind of preserve myself. Doesn't it suck yeah. knowing as much as we know now? Like it's hard to just like. I think like if somebody grew up, never watched the news, never watched movies, is just gonna like have a way different experience because mm-hmm. we, as much as like we don't like racism, we still profile people, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like you profile. still profile people, but uh, <laughs> like not me speaking just so like yeah, like it, it's like just because you're overthinking everything, just like that. Like it's like man, I don't want to help her because what yeah. if? Yeah. It's this, like you yeah. know that that's a possibility. Yeah, I'm not yeah. racist, but for sure I feel you. I I do judge people mm-hmm. harshly. Yeah, and if you you, can, you you have one bad experience and it'll fuck it all up for for yeah. every. I got robbed at Walmart. You did? Yeah, they fucking took me in my car and everything like that. And after that, like I've I've made it a thing never to help anyone who asked for help because I went out. I used to help everybody. I was that person who says, no matter what, I want to help if they have, if I have the money. Now I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I had somebody at Walmart the other day was like, oh, you speak Spanish? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I need help my car. I go, no, I don't care. I'm going, bye, bye. Because I'm like, I've been in that. Y'all robbed me. I've took in my money before I went on, the day before my vacation, you fucking stole me. Like, I've been in that, bro. Dang. Where I'm like, I'd ask my mom for money, bro. Yeah. I'd ask my mom for money. I was like, bro, all my money right here. I had just got out of the bank and took cash out. He took all my money. And I, I had to go to my mom and be like, yo, can Ooh, that's can I tough. get money? Because I'm going to San Antonio tomorrow. I'm like, what the fuck? Mom? Like, I was like, you're so not yeah. going, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nico, you're not going. Say, the river walks yeah. Yeah. The Sorry. Yeah. And it was only like, I don't know how much it was, but still, like, it, it, yes. because of that reason, it's I don't care Antonio, no more. bro. You don't need to go over there, bro. You don't have no business doing that. Well, that was a long time ago. When I'm with, when I'm with my family and, and there's some guy or whatever on drugs or whatever come, tries to approach us, I, the girls know, hey, you walk that way, let me go tell him, hey, back up don't get in my space yeah. and then they're, they're like dad when my, my girl was smaller that's so rude i go baby just trust me you just trust me right now um but i always try to create that space man and i will be like no like mm-hmm. and just that's it man. i feel braver and more comfortable when i'm by myself For whenever sure. really? i have somebody I with always me always feel braver when i was with my friends no like, no, I mean, like with, your, with like, your family oh like, yeah, yeah like yeah, back then you? it was like because i know that my friends can handle themselves so if i get into some shit then they're gonna jump in with me but whenever i'm with my wife and kids <laughs> my kids are gonna jump like in. <laughs> it's like it's like man i gotta make sure they get out of here yeah and that's like the top priority so like being cool being down yeah. being a hero is like no the hell with that i gotta make sure my kids make it yes. home but if you have a one hitter quitter man you good do it do it, yeah. yeah. You gotta have know. one good one. I gotta you, try it you out. Gotta, <laughs> you, I can't have a good time with my it's kids too long. because my anxiety is consistently just like making sure that everywhere because you're a movie okay. maker. I'm like, yeah, it's a movie for you. Yeah, consistently, I'm just well. I, I have so many scenarios like, popping in my boom, head. Boom, boom. Yeah. Alien what invasion. Alien. With this guy. What would I oh. do if I was Sonic? Juan, <laughs> what are we running on? Because I know we're. Okay. Uh, well, because this, this is a good. It's a good. It's a good pod. I know we can keep going forever. Uh, but I do want to wrap it up so we don't go uh, much, much longer. Uh, an hour 31. An hour 31. Uh, we're, we're 125. We're, we're right there. Yeah. Is there any any 
I know you have a lot of stuff on there, Sam. So is there no. any final one? No, you're gonna okay. Uh, it was just for save fun. it for when I come back on. Right. Uh, and I was yeah, gonna have us it, play have fun. Mario Party, but we'll play that a different time. It's gonna be. It's gonna take I knew it was gonna be a here. good pod. Yeah. No, I definitely. I didn't think we were gonna get as in depth. No, because I study. Things. I've studied y'all. Sam came in and took over. No, yeah. I've studied your show just like I did the Osos, and so I, I, I like I know your rhythm, the failed and your cadence, and everything. <laughs> did yeah. you watch uh, Care Bears when you were watching the Osos to figure out what kind of bears the they were? <laughs> the Care Bears. The what? Fuck you. Uh, but Sam, it was great having you on, dude. Like it was <laughs> definitely I you I wanted to take more over the show. And I'm glad you kind of you came in and kind of took over. It opened I up. I apologize for, if no, if it was great I because it it, it gives the audience a different feel and a different uh, um, different episode. I love it, man. I really want to thank you for actually bringing that to the show because it's very hard for me and Lyrico to open up like that. Well, I know where your gas pedals are. That's why. Mm, well, well, thank you for that, man. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, I appreciate you opening up to us and then having you open up a little bit, you know, hopefully whatever we could and actually talk about movies, which is fun. It's very rare that any guests or we go on anywhere that they talk about movies. So but if, if I'm not talking lyricals, you're off about movies. <laughs> uh, but is there any final final words, dude? You want to plug in anything, Sam, before we got to go? Yeah, guys, um, failed podcasts, whatever. Put it in the description or whatever. I'm just, I'm glad to come. I'm glad y'all had me. I had a great time. Uh, time flew by. What can I say? Mm-hmm. It was like a little sonic feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it <laughs> felt like 10 minutes and it's been almost an hour and a half. Um, I was on the Osos Golosos. Uh, I mentioned them a few times. I'm on the Thanks for the Invite yeah, podcast. And I, I made, I got, I had a teaser at theirs. I'm going to do a teaser here. I'm working on a project. I'm about to launch a new podcast and it's going to be big. I hope if I, boy, if it isn't, it's going to be so embarrassing to <laughs> no, show will. up. I will shut it all down. The but ultimate failed that podcast. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we're working on a big project. I'm going to be launching a new pod. And so that's why you haven't seen me on social with my pod as much. But stay tuned. It should launch within a month. I know this pod is evergreen. So if you're watching this in the future, it is already happening. But if you're watching this when it releases, it will drop within a month. Just stay tuned. Man. I wish I could give you more info, but there's some legality stuff that needs to be signed. And uh, yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah, for real, congrats. man. Big ups on that. So I know it's a big step for a lot of people, you know, doing getting a big show and getting finance for their show, you know, because it's a lot of work. People know it's a lot of fucking work that goes into yeah. podcasting. See what happens when you stop cussing? I know, right? Fuck. We, I'm, I mean, damn. I mean, darn. Yeah, we got to stop. Darn. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, congratulations on that for Thank real, you, Sam. Uh, I can't wait. And then once you do get it going and it starts to actually, you know, we uh, start, let us know. We can get you back on here to repromote it as Absolutely, well. Talk man. about it. Uh, where can you find the Felt Podcast? Is it just the Felt Podcast yeah, the on Instagram? Fe- the Felt Podcast, just type it in just the way you hear it, man. It'll pop up. It's this. I always do that because I have it's my face with two lights. <laughs> That's what you'll see. And we'll tag them so you guys will will be able to check it out. Um, follow us, like, subscribe. Make sure to uh, comment, share, tell your share. friends. Yeah, get a get a shirt, guys. Uh, hit up the merch store. Uh, Sam, when we have a guest before we leave, we. Uh, All <laughs> right, but you can do. Go ahead. <laughs> Juan, what is it that we say? I'm sorry. My God, dude, this is 130 seconds. <laughs> your first time, bro. This is your first time. We it's, say, uh, you'll say, thanks uh, for, ex- thanks no, for accepting. You say, I say, thanks, thanks for accepting. No, you thanks say, thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Sam, you say, thanks for the invite. Three, two, thanks for the invite. And thanks, thanks for, for accepting, accepting our, our invitation. invitation.